Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And when I started running, I suppose I didn't stop. And when I got the chance to go, I said I'd stay going. So I opened up. We were only the small little fish out there, so we are on the... We're trying hard to make it true, but it's hard to get the breaks when you're the smaller fish. Because I love this county so much, you know, and it's just, I'm delighted that the lads, the lads did it for the people of Waterford today because, like, I, I'm, heart, I'm heartbroken. Another Monday, lads, and another uh, session podcast of giving out about refereeing <laughs> decisions. This is just becoming a team. We'll get them out of the way anyways. Um... We have a lot of outrage on the mooring, send, mooring sending off more than anything else. I don't think anyone surely could give out about the Gleeson one. No, the no the second yellow was a yellow. First one you'd say, geez, that was harmless. Yeah. But because the second one was so bad, there's no one giving... Anyway, because I saw a few tweets yesterday about this. Ken McGrath said, I'd be sent <laughs> off on the bus before the match the way the game is going. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> Old Larkin replies to this, at scandalous the way it is now. It's getting more and more like soccer. Players know there's a fair chance the lad will be sending off and starting to make the most of things. JJ, um, I'll start with you and then Michael, you can give your thoughts on it. What, what do you think, lads? Is this just outrage for the sake of outrage or is there something in all this? I think there's genuinely worry where it's going to go, to be honest with you. If, if, if it stays continued the way it's going, I think referees have to realise how probably a vital decision to send an off is going to be. Um, because the game is so quick and so fast. If you're 14 against 15, it's very, very hard to win a game with that. Um, I think they have to realise that sending off, it's not just a decision. It, it's a, it has a bearing on the whole game. It's a bearing for the players, bearing for the management, bearing for support going watching the game. And I think they have to be uh, they have to be 100% sure. I don't think they were 100% sure there yesterday, to be honest with you. Over, probably in the Waterford tip match, they weren't, the referee definitely wasn't sure in two of the three. Decent yeah, hundred percent. That was a, that was the red. He looked at the player before he hit him. It was um, dirty from it him. Was, it was. That could have been a straight red. Yeah, he, he didn't even flick the hurl either. He went in with two hands on the hurl mm-hmm. and, hit, and, and hit him in the head. He knew yeah. exactly what he was Why doing. Why would that he do a, that at that stage of the game? Was it bizarre? Know. Was it yeah. bizarre? And you're on a yellow. Yeah. Yeah, and I, people are saying that could have been a red on its own. It so should have been. That wouldn't yeah. be a red. So I would have wanted to walk. Or I'd what? have no argument. And they know previous either because he's only yeah. on the pitch. Like the, yeah. the tip lad is only on the pitch, so he couldn't you've have got a belt and um, it couldn't have been retribution. Yeah. Even, you know? You've seen an opportunity so, to hit someone. He just he took it like you know, <laughs> know, but he paid a big big price for. It. But the Kevin Moore one, the referee number one didn't see it, and the linesman didn't do him any favors whatsoever. He must have told the referee that he hit him, he struck with a hurl. But when you go back and look at the replay. His arms never went back to no. give him the dig. Well, they no. don't have to go back. They can, yeah, they can well, just jab a, a forward. Jab, a jab is not a full-on strike. You know that kind of way. Um, right. Kevin Moore, or in fairness, Jason Ford, I'd say he got a small win, but he's back up again. Um, I'd be more critical of Jason if he stayed out on the ground. I'd say he just got... He got I'd say Kevin just hit him in the sweet yeah. spot. Really and surprised him. Surprised him, and he was on the ground, but he got back up again. I don't think that was one and Barrett wasn't it was a yellow card at most that's all it was We'll um, all agree on the Barrett the Barrett was a farcical one yeah, the Moran yeah. one is the more interesting one mm, because yeah. can we not throw back some of the responsibility on Moran Michael because like let's be honest what's he doing it for? 
Uh, no, I, I wouldn't worry, to be honest with you, because that happens all over the pitch. Like, you're getting little tussles and there's nothing in it. Is mm-hmm. that more of a friendly jab? Absolutely. That's just, that's just yeah. getting to know each other. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. There's mm-hmm. nothing. Like, Ford was stopping the run. He was telling them to get out of the way. And that right. was it. Like, there was nothing, no, no malice, no whatsoever. To me, it's more the yellow cards, Willie. They're, they're handing out yellow cards for things that they shouldn't. There should be a warning or two before yellow. It seems that refs are very quick to take out the yellow card. And once you do... It's very easy to get a second yellow for the rest of the game if they're handing it mm. that early in, in a match, you know. Yeah. So, like, for Carl Barts, the umpire was 80 yards on the pitch. I yeah. don't know how he how he called it when there was linesmen and the, and the closer umpires never tweaked it. So, yeah. that was very unusual. Yeah. And just five sending off yesterday. Like, in one Sunday, there was five five reds. It's, like, you never heard of it. Like, all the belts that were given 10 years ago, and there was hardly any reds spoken of. And now, all of a sudden... The game is at its cleanest, fully, and there's the most cards given. Yeah, there's a hurling, yeah. No, it does. It's, it's, it's at the quickest so. as well. Like, yeah, it's at the quickest as well. It yeah. has ever been. You know, like in a way. So there's no place for dirtiness no, anymore. So the, the, the idea with hurling people is that if it's not a dirty stroke, and you know what a dirty stroke mm. is, you're all in agreement that Gleason's was pretty dirty. Yeah. You know, the chop down is pretty dirty. Mm. At least I know that. Yeah. But it, they seem to be given reds for ones that are not dirty strokes, and like you said, they are impacting the games because yeah. 14 of 15. It's a they, should they be saying? hold off on sending someone off unless it's a clear and obvious yeah. dirty stroke yeah. but that's what you want yeah. that doesn't look like the way the, the no, refs are going refereeing it ref, completely completely different but you know by the reaction, reaction of the players um, Gleeson knew he was going to get a red he knew he was shooting against it didn't argue whatsoever yeah. Cottle Barrett turned around to the linesman and said what are you sent off same with Kevin Moore you know when you do a dirty stroke when you deserve a red every player knows that themselves you know by the player's reaction when they react they said what was that for I just can't believe ref give me a red card you know the referees off getting it wrong yeah. um, so look the owners going back on, on the referees again now and look we're, again we're giving out about them but they're not helping themselves at all they're backing themselves into, into awkward awkward decisions but again they're going towards um, kind of ruining the game now at the moment to be honest with you because it's just plead with them just to sit down and think about a red card is a big, big decision on, on the impact of the whole game. So just kind of, don't be card, don't be mm. trigger happy now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just and think the about slap, the slap of the hurl as well. Like If two hurls clash, like for the Carl Barrett one, everyone heard a slap of a hurl around the pitch and we knew it wasn't on the ball because you could easily hear it from watching the telly. So it sounded like an awful belt, but whatever way the two of them collided, mm. there was nothing in it, Willie, but it, sound, it sounded awful and then one of the lads on the ground, so straight away they're thinking, there was nothing in that and the he game was destroyed then he, he yeah. gave him a little petulant elbow on the yeah, way past yeah. and that was it but this this is the thing like I keep I'm going to throw it back and just play devil's advocate here and say right now that players know what referees are like are the whole traditional Kevin Moore and get out of my way are players going to have to say, here, I'm just going to stop doing that? And, you know, not put yourself in that position. To, or Austin Gleeson, the first yellow, a little flick on the mm. knee, was nothing really mm. in it. The ref, the, whoever, who was, who was running through with the ball, whoever it was anyways, didn't even flinch. It was so yeah. Yeah. playful. But can, John, John. Can, yeah. can players not say now, it was John McGrath, John was McGrath, it? Yeah. Some, can players not say now, here, I'm just going, that, that worked before. I'm just not going to do that anymore. And now there'll be no controversy about this. And I think Kevin Moore was just, Kevin Moore, like, Walter had the ball. And Kevin Moore was trying to get out past Jason Ford to get down, probably into the pocket with, with Stephen McKee because he's looking for the. Because Kevin was flying down that wing. Well, you have to sidestep him now because the, the way uh, that's. He probably thought he was doing that. Do you know what I mean? He didn't think he was going to get sent off for what he'd done. Do you know what I mean? In his yeah. thinking, but now he that was he knows, going with letter of the law. You know now that he knows. He'll know that that's going to be. See, anything with the hurley like that. But if a manager told you before that game, Willie, he said, look, you can't do that. I said, Jesus, I'm only kind of getting yeah. them out of the way to, to yeah. move, to kind of 
jump away from it and then move out into the space. If the manager told me this before the game, say, look, you kind of say, what do you mean? I can't touch my whatsoever. Like, you know, it's a contact sport. You're not going to win. So you have to keep that relevant. Now, fair enough, Kevin Moore, if he does it again, that's his own fault. The donuts on him at the moment. But telling people to go out before the game and not be physical in a physical game, it's just madness, to be honest. Yeah, and it's know. not the refs that only go, because all the refs are refing the same way. So it's not one particular ref. It's what they're being told to do. So the organisation has to look at it and say, the games are going to be ruined in the summer come championship if they keep this up. Be interesting so to see. They, the theory they, is no, that they do it in no, the league. They, and they, have they, to, they have to change it because it's just, it's not working. And it was, the spectacle of the game was gone completely yesterday because three men gone from a pitch, just the amount of space that's yeah. left on the pitch yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. And lad, the, the game just filtered. Well, that's the thing, we're not, even going, yesterday. we're not even going to talk about that game because what's the point? No, no. It, was, that, it was brutal. It, it, that, the sending off ruined it to yeah. the point at least they'll focus on Galway and Cork, which there was yeah. one sending off. Now, we'll just cover this sending off before we move on. Surely we're agreeing Robbie O'Flynn needed yeah. the goal. Yeah. 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 He got him in a... If he kept holding the hurl to really slingshot him, if he'd let go of the hurl that wouldn't have been as bad, yeah. would it? He got yeah. the hurl around his yeah. neck and, and, and kept hold of it. Now, he could yeah. have taken his head off. Yeah. Probably that had, had the, whole, the hurl hell as well, you know what I mean? But in that kind of a, a circumstance, he looks a lot worse than what he's mm. uh, guaranteed to... Ah, he refused to criticise no, no, it, was, yeah. it was a red. It was a red. It was a red. It wasn't... In regarding he got up and went on and played the game, it looked yeah, worse. It looked like the head yeah. was going to be talked <laughs> off. When, as a defender, when your hurl is... When the forward hurl is over your head, you can actually grab it and bring it back as well, like you know what yeah, I mean. Right. So you, um, you make it look a lot worse than what it was. Look, it was a high tackle, and mm. he gave the referee decision to make, you know, and he made the right, right decision. Fairness it was very hard, but it, it wasn't as bad as, as what it looked like. His tackle like that will always get a big ooh out of the crowd. You know what I mean? The <laughs> oh, players yeah. always hops up and yeah. runs back in position. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, look, it looks, you'd probably do more damage with a strike, but yeah, yeah, at the yeah. same time, Jesus, yeah, it, it, right, it, yeah, it just yeah. looked it looked terrible. How did Brian Hogan save Jamie Barron's shot in the first early in the first half, and then let Stephen Bennett shot in? It doesn't make yeah, any sense. It what just hit it? his hurl on the yeah. ground, didn't it? <laughs> on the ground. That was yeah. a brilliant save, lads. Great that was save, a great yeah. save. It was a great save. And I think it's just, he couldn't move. He was on the ground and his arm was stuck. And he was it hoping, just hit the hurl. Yeah, yeah. he hit the hurl and went in, but he's hoping now he, just, he was on the ground he couldn't get back up again in time. You know, yeah. it was just, unfortunately, now you'll be hoping you're one year full back then, now he'll get you out of jail, then, but it bounced the wrong line. Yeah. Tip actually made a hero over O'Keefe. Like, he had a great game, Stephen O'Keefe and goal, but the shots, shot selection was poor, Willie. All from hip to shoulder height, easiest for the goalkeeper. Yeah. Like that ground was soaking yesterday. Every ball should be an slip. Yeah. And is, was it just a muck that fooled him then for the Bennett one? That was a slippery yeah. little. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. Yeah, there was nothing in that one. But just um, I just thought like Tipper normally very cute shooting was, and I thought that let them down because they, they could have had three or four goals yesterday quite easily. Use the ground, use the surface. Like yeah. down to goalies hate it. The ball could go absolutely anywhere on the wet day. Yeah, yeah. So because poor Anthony Nash made a brilliant save from brilliant Flynn save, early, yeah. but the, he got it on the hand. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, Jesus! Yeah. And we were talking about the numb hands, yeah. lads. Imagine because he knew nothing about that. No, it was just, just hit, hit straight him. at him. And he tried to take the puck out and had to go down on one knee. I was like, oh god! Imagine <laughs> we were freezing day up in Salt Hill as well. <laughs> we were playing a freezing cold day in Port Leash before, and, and Anthony Daly says to the younger lads, "I used to." put my hands under a freezing cold hat for, for 10 minutes before going out and sort you out. <laughs> Who said that? Anthony Daly. So of course the younger lads are in under the tap freezing cold. But I'm looking at these pink hands going, <laughs> what are you thinking? Now you want to see them to stay in them for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> what theory did Daly have with that? Other than being a madman. Yeah, exactly, it worked for him. I'm just looking, what do you think? So if you, maybe his theory is if you get your hands so cold, when you go out yeah. the cold, it, it won't work. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I wasn't going uh, near it. I'll tell you that much. We were only talking here last week with JJ or the week before about yeah. your hands going so yeah. numb that JJ would have to just hand pass the ball because uh, you yeah. you'd be doing well to strike on it. And that's how I warmed up before most cold days, just about 100 hand passes before, just, just to get the, the hands blood warm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you know, right. but... It's it's not easy. Your hands will be fucking freezing, especially with a bad belt in the first few minutes. Yeah, no, it definitely. Well, Jason Flynn got a brilliant goal there just after that, though. It was, it was actually brilliant by Concanon, yeah, who yeah. the easiest thing for a fella like him, who's not a guaranteed starter, was to tap yeah, over that ball break. left-hander, yeah, yeah. and he went for the juggler. Mm. And that that's not that could be a message from Shane on the yield. It's not something you'd associate with Galway, who run up huge points tallies, but maybe not goals. Yeah, natural kind of uh, corner forward can instinct. Like, like when a tiny scor- corner forward, yeah, I would yeah, have thought. When, when a goal scoring opportunity is on now, and it's what you, exactly what you said, easy option, take a point, and you, you have a point on, on in your, your column there as well yeah. at the end of the game. But he's seen an opportunity, and it's a great flick over now. He made the goal for him perfectly, like, you know. But, but he could inside first. Yeah, do you yeah, know? Yeah, he, he kind of jinked around the, the corner back then as well. And little flick as well it wasn't an easy flick either because something like that off the hurl as well yeah. it could be blocked down by the full back or else he timed it perfectly and the loop of the ball was perfect in Jason Finn's hand and yeah. great finish as well not to be fair yeah. Yeah. Stephen Bennett had a lovely flick as well for, a, for the yeah. point right. Jamie Barron point who, Jamie, Jamie Barron was excellent we'll talk about him in the last part but we're seeing loads of skill like that Michael and like, it is true and I do accept the point that the hurling people are making that these are the two coming off the greatest Munster Championship Argley ever seen, the greatest Leinster Championship we've ever seen the following year. Yeah. Brilliant dollar in semi finals. Uh, the final the year before, not so much this year with the sending off. And now referees are clamping down and stuff. Yeah. It's not there. No, it's, there's, there's, not a, there's nobody clamouring about the violence in the game because no. there, is, there isn't any. Said, it's the cleanest it's ever been, Willie. Like, so it's like they're, they're trying just to fix defi- a problem yeah. that's not there. Yeah. I don't know why they're making up these, these things. It's, like, you can't take the physicality out of hurling. People love a good hit as much as they love a score. And it, and it gets the crowd behind you. So you just can't touch it. Like, and there's nothing to touch in the game. And regarding the flicks, like, you've seen the brick flick for years. You know, hmm. like Whenever you're chasing them, you just couldn't get a hook. It's so effective. Yeah. I think lads are going to be trying it more and more because lads are, are finding it more, harder to shake a fella behind them. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're flicking the ball in front of you, it, it works and you can't hook it. Right. So I think lads are going to be working on that more and more in training. And did Noel McGrath a lovely little backhanded flick on the yeah. ground for, right there, yeah. for one of the... Queely, is that his name? His, uh, his, uh, he got five from play. I'll talk about him performance at the weekend as well. Young Quirk, yeah. Mm. Dylan, yeah. Dylan Quirk. Mm. Um, a lovely little... It was on the ground and it just a little backhand there, yeah. flick up. Yeah. Jeez, like there is there's serious <laughs> skill in the game. Like I mean, And obviously, Concanon's goal was brilliant. A brilliant ball by Conor Cooney. Yeah. And like, he, def- he looks like he can hurl Concanon. Like, I mean, he looks like... I think we talked about him last year, though, and he didn't really push no, no. So he started you know, again. He started the year really well last year, and then yeah. sort of faded. Like he, he's hurling great, and he's huge, loads of energy around the place. But again, you seen Connor Cooney with that pass. That was a great pass. Yeah, yeah. it and opens everything up. We don't see enough of that. Over the Limerick do that a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I think you're right. That's a new element we're seeing in that Galway team now, and their work rate in the forward line really impressed me. At one stage, Concanon and Niall Bourke chased the Cork lads right across the pitch, won the ball back, and got a point. And without Coon, uh, Joe Canning there, you didn't really mm. see that from the Galway forwards much. So now, without him, like if you're adding him into that forward line, like no one's really talking about Galway too much, will he? So no. I was really mm. impressed with how they worked the ball in the forward line and the back line. Yeah. So. Well, we'll talk about a, a, yeah. about them a bit in part two. They've used 31 players throughout the league. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really experimentation stuff. So like, I mean, they've a home game then against Tip to make the knockout. So I'd say they'd be mad to get into that. Did you see J- Shane O'Donnell's control? Oh, over the head. Oh, oh, really. I just looked at that, that and savage. I went, that's one of the most <laughs> underrated Pieces of brilliance I've ever seen. Yeah, he didn't. See, he couldn't see that ball no, until no. it actually came over his Literally, head. Literally, yeah, he had a split second to control split the ball. Second. To even know where it was going to go. Yeah. 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 Usually, corner forward just going to let it over his head. They had a bounce and yeah. he had to yeah. turn on the bounce. You know what I mean? We had to, the skill. 
the, the composure, the control over yeah. his head is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, the, over the yeah. oh, he's always talking, in the back of his head. You're only hoping it's a cornerback, he won't score a goal. You're looking at <laughs> I was only chatting to Alan Nolan, the Dublin keeper, this morning, and he said, I said, what about that touch? And he said, I was running out to, I thought the I was going to go wide. And just to get, I said, I was in shock when he touched it. It was such a great touch, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like over his head, with under pressure. Mm, I was surprised they didn't highlight that on the yeah. league Sunday mm, last yeah. night because yeah, I just brilliant. saw that and went, how the hell did he? <laughs> yeah. Because it was such a long clearance. He was running this way with his back to it. Yeah. And yes, suddenly well, then yeah. he puts out the hurl and he knows where it is. And there had to be an element of luck to that, lads. That's like oh, literally he, like Bruce he's Lee's He's that stuff. sort of player, though. He's, he's, he's sort of like Keane Lynch. He has these brilliant touches mm. like that you just never expect. Like, I, I love that. He has that in his locker, you know. With ball too, you know. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, no, fair enough. I was some critical of Shane O'Donnell that was it. that was breathtaking mm. so Dublin disappointing uh, Michael like I mean uh, Maddie Kenny was talking last night in, in the interview after mm. the game and he said that oh well the league wasn't a priority I'm not quoting him directly I'm paraphrasing him yeah. saying the league wasn't a huge priority we wanted to develop our panel and we've done that I don't believe that for a second No and as he said it, I was going through the panel and I said like you're going through fines for the league and Ronan Hayes has been really good full forward I think he's a really good find Apart from that, there's no one else that's going to really start in championship who he's tried. So I can't see like where Forks he's coming from. That, like, no, because like I was ball winning is Dublin's problem. Hmm. Like they cannot win primary possession yeah. from a fuck out. Now Donald Burke scored four yesterday. He's really good, but the half forward line is going to be Danny Sutcliffe, Liam Rush, and Keeney. Like really? When's Keeney back? <laughs> now in the next few weeks. He has a newborn now, so he, he wants to go back training. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's going back now in the next few weeks. And Rush and only Rush, came on and after six Straight away, minutes. caught a great ball. Right. Yeah. Went by three lads and handed it off. That's just the Dublin need ball winners, and they haven't got it. Crummy's still up there, no? See, Crummy won't. Crummy's gone for two months. Yeah. yeah. Broken collarbone. So he's going to be back. Well, collarbone is gone. He's going to be back a week before championship. So. Like Ronan Hayes gives you that option now. We don't yeah, need Rushy up there. Yeah. So like yeah. Rushy can come out to the half forward line. You're not losing the ball when in the full yeah. forward right. line. Freeze has been Dublin's big problem. Like last week, Paul Ryan is normally re- really good free taker. Missed six. Yeah. Donald Burke missed four yesterday. Ushin O'Rourke hasn't missed, but he was out injured. So you have to play Ushin O'Rourke. You have to play your best free taker in the full forward line. So the Ushin O'Rourke, Hayes, and a another and Trollier. Like Trollier's Trollier, got a, yeah. he's yeah. got a goal in every game. Yeah. Every game. But like yeah. yesterday's game, Dublin forwards got three, only three of them scored. Shoot it doesn't make your team there. No. Then. He's not no. playing well. He's, not he's playing getting well. taken yeah, off he's a not, lot. He's yeah. not playing well. He's he's not a free taker. And I just think like Oshin O'Rourke actually has been playing well from play as well as scoring frees. So I think he has to be in there as the free taker. None of your forwards can take frees for Dublin. So right. It has to be a free taker putting that full forward line. I think yeah. shoot, it has to be the one. To be fair, it's like Keeney and Rush just both beef up that forward yeah, line a lot. Yeah. Now, absolutely, they, they, and Sutcliffe has the legs to, to carry around there as well. Absolutely, like, and, and he's good in the air. Yeah, so that's a yeah. ball winning half forward line. Yeah, now you're asking 36 year old to come in. But is that, forward, that is, but that's not the way they puck out though, is it? No, they were going they short. Have. That stopped. Right, because they weren't. They were losing the ball in the half mm. back line and, and full back line. So they went direct directly yesterday, and the first half they won 10 out of 18 puckouts. Second half, I'm not sure what that was, but it's just not good enough. The ball winners aren't there. Right now, Burke's very good. He, mm. He'd be unlucky to miss out. Yeah. he could fight for. He a, could, a, a, but a, he's a, a squad. Yeah, he'll get in 15, 20 yeah, minutes. Davy Kyo has been a good find. He, yeah. he, he he's there as well. Like there is players to come in, but midfield as well is a huge problem. Like Claire got five points from play yesterday from midfield, and Dublin aren't chipping in from scores from mm. the middle. And you need two or three points every game from midfield from one yeah. of them. You know, as a full back line is settled. Like they were a great full back Kenny, Kenny got three goals. No one else gets yeah, goals yeah. in Dublin. Like, like it's very tight now. Yeah, they tight really do struggle. So like back line for Dublin isn't a problem. It's no. midfield up. So right, you'll have Rushy to come back. You have Keeney to come back. Danny's been in and out with injury. Like, they need Troller though. 
all the injury free. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So they've been they're picking up injuries. Main goal scorer really. Like if, if you have them there, it's a solid enough Dublin team. But mm. Rain McBride has hurled well for Dublin midfield throughout the year. He'll be the one midfielder who's going to start, and you have to find a partner for him. So that's that half funny. We're working in Parnell Park, though. Kenny and Parnell Park are physical. And there's no point in any teams panicking. Like, I mean, no, it, it, absolutely it, not. Liam Sheedy said it after the game yesterday. It's March the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we've just heard very reactive every week. Like, you know the yeah, It is. It's yeah, hard yeah, not to yeah. be. And I do find yeah. it. Well, especially Pat Spillane, the football. Yeah. He almost decides a team's future based yeah. on a game yeah. in a yeah. heart Do you know what I mean? So, like, like when you're looking forward to that double. Panel, like it's a good team. That, that yeah, start, they that will have a good start. Panel, yeah. and that's what Crummy mentioned. Crummy. Yeah. What uh, about Paul Crummy? Is he, he a brother of? Yeah, Chris's? he's he's Chris's younger brother. Got three great points yeah. at half back. Mm. Normally, he play probably play half forward for his club, but half back he, he can definitely hurl half back. He's like Chris. I play Chris back in the half back line now. Come championship because you won't need him up there. Yeah, yeah. no, no. no he, he could play midfield he, and he solve he that yeah, problem. Yeah, he could actually yeah. play midfield. Yeah, because he, he he loves getting up the pitch and he's very good under a high ball. Yeah, so. and he's a leader too, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. he's physical. So um, yeah, he'd definitely be an option midfield, will he? So, but he'd only be back a week before. Maybe two weeks before championship, so right. depends on much hurling they can get into them before. Well, then. that's the thing, and I suppose with the collarbone, you can't practice your no, striking exactly. too much. Right? So no, it's no. probably the worst yeah. injury. Like, yeah. in, like I suppose a leg injury, you can still keep your upper yeah. body yeah, loose. And absolutely, you know on the wall, you could be on the wall ball, but yeah. you can't yeah. even do a wall ball no. then. No, nothing. So yeah, so it's a disaster. We'll see, I suppose see. He'll be before. back at some stage. <laughs> yeah. So there was a bit of news this morning. The relegation match. So it's Westmead and Cardo, as we know. Mm. They tossed for home advantage, and Westmead won the toss, so they get. Um, they get uh, home advantage. So that's, uh, I think that's next weekend. Um, just quickly on the Congress, lads. So it was a good day for hurling. The black card didn't come yeah, in. Yeah, we talked about that too much. 80, <laughs> 82% of delegates um, voted against it. So they had their heads screwed on. And to be fair, it was a fair old campaign everybody did. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was on the same board. <laughs> like you're almost uh, thinking that the game is completely yeah. gone if this ever comes in. <laughs> didn't want um, to watch a game anymore if no. it came in. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> The Leinster Championship increased to six teams. Yeah. That looks like a positive development yeah, very too. Good, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Very good, yeah. Absolutely. Very good. We spoke about this. Was it last year we spoke about it or the year before we spoke about it? It just made no sense where it was, you know, no. and you're trying to develop uh, counties and all that kind of stuff and they're up to level one year and then they're, they're back down and yeah. makes two years come up and yeah. you might have a group of players that are able to compete but how are they going to compete if they go back down to come back up and then yeah. it's two years gone in your career before they come back up to compete again, you know, so I think that's a positive, positive mm-hmm. um it definitely is what did you make of Eddie giving up the home advantage to get the dry run in Nolan Park for the championship see he's smart enough <laughs> <laughs> we're away to Kilkenny like yeah. if Moore Park was playable I'd say he just went look it? it's a dead it's a, the footballers played on it yesterday yeah. Yeah. it's a dead rubber game really because we're safe yeah. we're playing them in the championship let's just do our full routine that yeah. we'll do that yeah. day exactly. that makes perfect sense oh, 100% doesn't it? Yeah. at least you get something out of the game then you know like, in a way, like yeah. you can get your, your routines your timings before the game yeah. where you're going to eat and Get the players juice exactly. and is really more than that. That's what it is, you know. It is, yeah, good, good stroke. Now. Good see, stroke, yeah. See if it pays off during the summer. <laughs> We're coming for you. <laughs> but I was saying, I was saying, last, worried by I it. was saying last Thursday, bring him to Moore Park, pump more water onto him. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that might suit us. Lock the gates. Lock the gates. So the sideline was defeated as well. The two points. I was surprised this was uh, defeated as strongly. Seventy-seven yeah. percent of delegates voted against two percent. It was Kilkenny delegate Connor. 
Denif. Not great at that. I should have probably proofread that. He said, it's a great skill, but it's one that's executed by a player completely unchallenged. So we don't think it should be worth two points. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right? So well, as long as you're not getting crowd flayed, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Crowd. <laughs> You need to be so, four less hanging out here yeah. before you get two points. Then I'm thinking, who is your sideline specialist? Do you not have one at the moment? Does TJ stick over sideline? TJ's brilliant. Right, OK. Well then, yeah, so I'm not coming up with that theory. I was surprised. Were you surprised that it was that strong against? Because I would be probably in favour in that. Now, I suppose a game being won, you're a, you're a point up and a sideline is scored for two to beat you. To it, that would yeah. there'd be probably be well, more... the excitement, though, you'd have yeah. coming up to it. Like, it's like a long range free, really, more than that. And is he going to score or is it not? Because it's no guarantee you, you will score. You'll get probably 80% of the time you might get the distance, all right, but you get the accuracy as well. It's, it's vital. But I suppose what they're afraid of, really, everyone. <laughs> Going for shots all the time, and yeah. the ball is dead too, too much. much time. Yeah, you know slow I mean? it down. So, yeah. yeah, and then it's a lot to be said for a little short. Um, we won the league final one day because TJ hit Richie Hogan and back to TJ, and he slapped it over the bar. You know, a bit of skill like that, yeah. probably you'd take away from the game then because you end up going for the two points rather than play the ball into, yeah. into the. I completely agree with you. Know I mean? Like, I mean, that's that's true. I didn't really think of that. So, say you have a, a sideline on the halfway line, and Joe Canning's in corner forward, yeah. or full forward line. Yeah. Joe, come on! Now yeah. there's a big routine that he and comes out wide, and you're yeah, 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 you know, yeah it's slow. Yeah, it goes over. It's a great score, but it's very exactly. deflating for yeah. a team of supporters if it goes wide. And the game has been slowed down, and that's what nobody wants. Everyone wants it to flow. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. No. So that that makes sense. Why seventy-seven percent? And the final one, lads, that was defeated, which will suit the two of you down to the absolute <laughs> ground. Is club games are not not going to be seventy minutes? They're going to stick at sixty. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead right there. Any chance to bring you back to fifty? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, the junior I'm playing now, first half will do me right. So like, I mean, so imagine seventy minutes of junior. Yeah, level, that'd be lads. tough. There, no, right. that's the right. You'd be gone. For a week. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> okay, drinking ban. Drinking ban on the junior team. <laughs> <laughs> OK, we'll come back in part two and we'll talk about Galway Cork. And the yeah. game takes on, can very, very often into Galway life of its own. What's tactics? I mean, you've got to make decisions and you've got to decide what you're going to do. And at the end of the day, you hand it over to the players and the players play, you know. The game was fast, was furious, was, it had everything really, you know, and you, know, you're, you, you don't have too much influence on what's happening. What happened last year, it got out the window or the year before or whenever it was. Tipperary, don't go away. They are, they are as they are. And the yeah. game takes on, can very, very often into a life of its own. So Kieran Kingston was taught, was uh, interviewed after the game, lads, and he says when you go down to fourteen men, it's always challenging. The wind will never win or lose it for you or lose the game for you. They closed it out that bit better. We struggled in the last ten minutes. We just seemed to totally run out of legs. Was it the running out of legs? Was it the sending off? Was it the cork lacking bottle? Was you know all these things are said about cork? What do you put it down to, JJ? To look a bit of both or a bit of every every single one of them. Yeah, it's very very hard when you go down to fourteen to kind of. To count, kind of counteract their, um, especially Galway, they use the ball so well as well. Like you know, they can win. It's tricky now. You need kind of individuals standing up really and going above and beyond on the team to get you over the line. You know, but look, they had a few individual players, but as a team, I think you're talking about your defensive unit. I think they defend individually rather than defend as a unit as well. Yeah. Like if their man is better, there's no one covering. Um, see Bill Cooper there in the second half. He got turned inside out. 
you're hoping your full back or your centre back is cutting across. That was there. for Concan- the Concanon's yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, Jackie showed that on League Sunday last night, yeah. and I was thinking, right, okay, that's fine. But there was actually a def- covering. Def- there was a spare defender who, who only, no, he only rushed out at the very last yeah. minute. Yeah. Why did he not spot that Steve danger Warren. earlier and double up on him? Yeah, maybe he's been over cautious. Yeah, maybe that thing of, of, I don't want my forwards, yeah. my man scoring. You know, and you can't have that. Well, he looked like he was a spare man. Like I know, I think Jackie was making the point that you you should leave your man a good defender if he's not a threat and go across and help. But this fella looked like he was like in a sweeping position and hadn't come out to snuff the danger. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of, before the game, the six-backs should get together. If I go, you cover my man, yeah. and then the cornerback cover the fullback, halfback covers the cornerback. We should all know what we're doing within that situation. If that arises, then we know exactly. I go, I know my man's covering, and go again. That needs to be kind of communicated in addressing before before the, you go out in the field. Whatever six backs it is, I don't care if it's your first day or your f- f- hundred day out there. It doesn't make a difference. If you don't com- communicate as a back, you need your six, your other five backs working with you. If you if you move, you need someone pulling co- covering in your man there as well. It's not my man, my position. Yeah. My man won't score. It's grand. That look great in the paper tomorrow. It can't be like that. If it's like that, then. There's no communication or, or no team spirit within that back group, and right. to see you with Cork, you're very you're allowed hurl against Cork all the time. Reason we are allowed hurl against Cork is that they get loose ball, but they get loose ball because if we get past one defender, you have a shot at the goal. It's always high scoring games within them. You see them during yeah. the summer as well. They're always high scoring because any team that comes against them, the forward knows I beat my man one on one, I get a score. Do you know what I mean? It's if you go into Kenny for I'm sake, or Tipperary or anything like that, or Limerick for I'm sake at this stage, you meet, you go past one, Limerick lies in your face right away, Tip lies in your face right away. Even if, if they don't get near you, you're, they're five yards, they're coming to, to attack you. So that might put your eye off and you might hit the ball wide. Against Cork, you just beat one player, you have a shot at goal, mm-hmm. point, come back out again. You right. know, that's what they have to stop. And it's, coming to championship. It, it, and it's not, it's not yeah. really been rectified at the moment, we, you know. We talk sometimes in, in Gaelic football, is it, at, what, at what point do you leave your man to help somebody else? Do you yeah. know if it is all paired off? <laughs> and yeah. like the good defenders know how to do it. Corks definitely don't seem to know how to no. do it. But like, I mean, if that's, uh, if that's um, Cooper in the right half-back position, Tim O'Matney should be close enough if he's holding the mm. centre that would be his job yeah. normally. Do you know, it's, the, it's yeah. the lad beside you that's supposed to help you out. Now, it can't be the other wing back coming yeah. across to help you out. Well, I think Bill Cooper actually, uh, no, to pick on Bill Cooper, he got caught out yesterday as well. Adrian Toohey got, got a ball in the first half with acres of space in the middle of the pitch. And it wasn't a surprise ball, it was a ball worked up by Galway. I think he was caught in two months looking after his full back line and going out the pitch chasing his man. In that situation, you have to go with your man. You have to chase him out the pitch and leave that space. Yeah. Jerry Cunningham's involved with Cork and his mantra with us was very much so your man, your responsibility, wherever he goes, you go. And it's it's very hard as a unit to defend that because forwards now they just they make so much space for each other. But that's so you, you I, can't that's, look after I each other, think you that's know? what you might tell under twelves just mm. to get them marking yeah, their men tighter. Yeah. We struggled with it as well to be honest. But with sure that's a, runs can ruin that. Absolutely. Mm. And and if one defender gets turned, there's a thirty yard space of running yeah. before anyone gets to him, you know, because everyone's so spread out, so it opens up a defence completely. So you could see Cork struggled with a big time yesterday and they have right. showed the years. It's so. interesting that that's his motto because yeah. that seems so outdated to me because even from puckouts, so you can dictate complete great puckout strategies based on the fact yeah. that you know go- your decoy runs yeah. are going to be followed yeah. and create space. Mm-hmm. You have to do both really. You have to man mark at particular times but you have to hold your position at different times as well. And as a, a good defender will know 
when to do which. You know that kind of way. You can't just say you go to your man hundred percent of the time. It can't be because that's just nonsense. You're letting someone else go drive, yeah. and you can't yeah. hold your position every 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 yeah. every time the ball comes down as well. So you have to know when to go and know when to stay. Simple as that, you know. And unfortunately, at the moment they don't seem to be kind of grasping the situation. They're going one on one and. That's, that's great if, if it works out, but it take one ball for you to cut in, yeah. in the full back line, and then it's a goal straight away. You know that kind yeah. of way. So it's it's tricky. It's just especially you feel against Cork, it's against the wind. Galway worked that goal, so there's no need for Cork half for, half back line to be up the field because Galway has poked the ball on the field. It's going to hold up in the wind anyway. They're going to score from forty yards in. So there's no point in the half-back lane saying 45 yards out from the goal. They should be back under 30 yards in front of their goal. So that's where the score near is going to be. But they weren't there. weren't, weren't there to plug the holes, you see. And yeah. that's, that's where it is. There's too much holes in, in, in the, in the court defence at the it, moment, you know. There definitely is. And, like, I mean, look at this. So they were beaten yesterday on March the 1st. They're not out in the championship until May the 10th. That's yeah. a 10-week gap. Yeah. 10 weeks... Yeah, and he won't have him for April and he doesn't know his team does no. he well he doesn't know his, his half back line no. he's completely up, in, yeah. up for grabs yeah. and his half forward line seems to be completely up in yeah. the air as well but for the likes of Bill Cooper now that's where an extra game or two yeah. the world difference would make Dublin are in the same boat now what do you do for them 10 weeks like, for, you're, you're going to have 4 weeks of hard training slog yeah. and fitness work then you're released to clubs and then you're back for two weeks before championship. Mm. It's really not an ideal situation yeah. without sure. competitive hurling. You're playing good teams at this time of year. Exactly. Too, in, later on in the league. And when it comes out of the, the, the league basis of the league, it gets competitive. You know what I mean? You're in a quarter-final, semi-final. You want to go on and mm. win it then. And you're playing a higher level of team. And people are a lot fitter there. You're marking as well. Have a last two or three months of pure hardship underneath their belt and to come into a bit of hurling now as well. So... Yeah, it's, it's tricky now. It's hard to negotiate that for a, for a management team, really, as well. Yeah. Like, you know. But, it, it, like, I mean, you've got the the Walsh Cup in Leinster, you've the Munster League, whatever. Mm. That's the time for all this Bill Cooper wing-back, yeah. Bill Cooper centre-back, yeah. Tim O'Matney wing-back, Tim O'Matney centre-back, fucking Sean O'Leary-Hayes wing-back, corner-back. Mm. <coughs> right, you get into the league then, first two games, Grant, maybe try another one. Surely for the last three games, that's you're settling on your Leinster Championship team. Absolutely, but that yeah. was the way it always used to be. Or yeah. is it gone so experimental now that maybe... They're hoping to make the knockout and then decide on the team in those That's, games. We're going to see the championship teams now for all the teams left for quarter final, semi final. Yeah, close and, and, and that gets closer to championship level playing as well, you know. So Dublin and Cork are going to miss out on this now, the championship level hurling before championship. It's a big it's loss. A big, to big yeah. loss for both teams. And they're the two teams that probably need it more than any other. Yeah. Because the other teams have more established teams than, the, than Dublin and Cork at the moment. So. Like I would have been all out. Like I heard, like unlike Matty Kenny, I would have been all out to get as far as you can. Mm-hmm. To try. I don't believe Matty Kenny. Not a minute. But like I'd be all out to get as far as you can and even get that winning mentality under your belt. Which yeah. They're struggling. Both teams are struggling for it at the moment. Yeah. So like, mental wise and physical wise, it's 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 a bad bad draw for the two of them. Well, that's it. And then you have young uh, Downey. Full back, which is he looks like a great yeah. finder, and then he's out wing back and he's back centre back. Yeah, yeah. he was and injured like, there yesterday, wasn't he? Yeah. I don't think he wasn't yeah, there yesterday, wasn't but like, yeah. there you go. Like, where, where, where do these lads play? Yeah, outside yeah. of Colum Spillane, who you look at, will have a corner tied up. Yeah, will, you know, will they stick with Mark Cole in midfield? I, see, I put him back wing back as well. Yeah. You know, there's too much worry about Here's then. the goal. They'll probably play a challenge match and they'll try that out. It'll work in a challenge yeah. match. Mm. You know, well, I wouldn't say try Coleman because we know what, how good he yeah. is. But what they could do is they could, instead of deciding a team on competitive games, 
still end up deciding their team on challenge games, oh, which yeah, are a complete joke. Yeah. So or someone go could back sh- to last year's team. You know, that kind of yeah. way, that's it could very easily happen. So you know, it is so. a big. It's a big. Uh, it's definitely a big l- a mm. land for them, and what? they were in that game, lads. They were. They were. They went ahead after 50 minutes with the wind yeah. and they went to, they were only a point behind after 64 minutes with yeah. the wind that's not good enough no, really is it absolutely not and it, you don't want to come championship bully and have questions in players heads like Cork going to arrive to the championship now on the 10th and say jeez I haven't played here all year you're going to have certain players saying I haven't really played here much or you know and that's the last thing you want you want to have fully prepped players going into the championship it's, it's difficult enough as it is and that's going to happen in these, in these panels that lads are going to be playing in positions where they've probably played two or three games yeah which is big plus. <laughs> the only big plus now is Shane Kingston full forward for, yeah, for he's Cork. Been he's yeah. been very, very good now. He brought again brought the farm on from UCC there as well, and he's a threat all the time. He kind of gets and he runs at defenders, which is a nightmare for a full back. But you say well. he's flying at a champ. He's a championship yeah, pace. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah, from but the, Sigur- from the sorry Sigerson. Sorry, Les, I washed him out at Fitzgibbon. Yeah, but he's taking his chance though. You know, the kind of where yeah. he was on and off, and now whereas. He's probably ahead of the pecking order of Connery Han at the moment, you know. Whereas the start of the year, we said Connery Han would have been on before him, but judging how far now, Shane Kingston is racking up a couple of scores and he's winning frees as well. And he's been very, very direct and winning the ball himself. So he's a big plus now for, for Cork now. Yeah, no, he definitely, he definitely is. And like, I mean, the, the, the thing just about the defending. Like, I mean, JJ, when you were on the Kilkenny team, one of your defenders might have changed every year. But mm. the rest, of, how, can you get, uh, how can you get an understanding mm. and get to know, like, for example, you would know when Brian Hogan was going to come across and cover, you know, whoever was playing wing back. Mm. Like, if it keeps changing, they can't have, they can't have those chats before the game no. constantly no. and know, I know what, what you don't like and I'm going to come across and help you in that regard. If it keeps changing and everyone's yeah. in different positions and you don't know it, Tommy Walsh obviously won wing back. So you you were until you went full back. Who was who was? Well, that maybe used to change, was it? Yeah, well, again, which you're kind of getting used to lads as well, like you know, and, and they're getting used to you too. And you have a bit of confidence when you do actually go attack the ball that someone will cover you, and that comes with playing games together really more than that. And, and talking to each other a lot. Other, yeah, I was look myself, Jackie and Paul Murphy in full back, and you so I always talk for maybe ten minutes before the game to say right if I do this scenario you cover me here and we all knew exactly before we went out in the field what was going to happen if that scenario happened so if Paul Murphy's man beats him you go to him and Jackie goes to your man exactly. and then and there's then a spare we, man then we free. have the left half back coming back we'll drop down onto that you know what I mean? so and we, you know we that's, made, that's made, it we made the wing back aware of it this is your job to get back in and cover Jackie's man right. because Jackie man's going to cover the full forward yeah, yeah. I have to go, over, go meet the man coming through that was it Vice versa, on the other side, if Jackie's man would bet, we're coming over, and Tommy is coming back to cover Paul Murphy's right. That very, seems very so simple, simple doesn't very it? Like, simple. Like, like, everyone knows the role. Yeah. And if you keep it simple, that you don't need to complicate these things at all. It's just yeah. covering back. <coughs> even just making that run, you don't even, might not even have to make that tackle, but if he knows, the defender, or the attacker knows the defender's coming behind him, he'll rush the shot, or else he won't get the clean strike in it. Yeah. So make sure, and, and, and brush your arts to get back. Really. Yeah, or he'll take the point rather than go for yeah. the goal. Yeah. Even a full-back, will you, if we're in the half-back line, and you're full-back, the cornerback behind you, you want to know if he breaks it, if he catches it. Mm. Like what way the ball, he's going to come out. and like If he's going to break it, you're going to be under that break all the time. If he's good with his hand, you'll know you don't have to be there. He'll be able to pop it out to you. Right. So you know your movement before yeah. it even happens. And if you're playing with a fella that's behind you, that's never played behind you before, it's very different. You know, yeah, it really is, is very, very different. You don't know what way he attacks the ball. Is he good at coming out with his hand or is his touch going to be off? Is yeah. he a good striker? You just don't... You have to know all these things, mm. come, especially towards championship. You can yeah. go up the mountain the league. So I just think... It's, it's a huge ask for players to go out there not knowing each other fully. It's hard for a player to make their name as well when there's 10 or 
11 different changes on the team like if you had 13 <coughs> or 12 or 13 year starters you give two or three lads a start in that particular team they're looking around right they're all regulars here now if I play well here now I'm going to get a chance and yeah. they have a bit of experience in covering you as well if you do make a mistake you know that kind of way so it's, yeah. it's huge for, for a manager to know their top 11 or 12 players mm-hmm. anyway, you know what I mean? and give the yeah. rest of them a chance with that t- uh, 10 or 11 players Surely Dearman O'Sullivan who played in that great Cork team that you would have played against surely Dearman O'Sullivan would have done all that stuff he did mm-hmm. on your forwards like I mean surely he's trying to coach that defence to be smarter and to cover for each other and to be better instinctive defenders mm. you know it is a yeah and again we're second guessing what's going on either ah, we, we well, don't look, know that's you know, all that I mean, we can do here that's exactly what we're doing but for um, look, at the moment if he is saying it they don't seem to be going out and doing it and practicing yeah. the game so all we do is judging on what we've seen every, every Sunday and at the moment they're they're wicked, wicked open now and they're going one on one at the moment. Now, maybe that might change come championship now. They might go a six and six rather than a one on one. But a defensive unit, if I was playing in any defensive unit, I'd rather go six and six rather than one on one any day of the week. Hurl your positions for the, as, until you as have this to mark. whole group you're marking yeah, yeah, six. Yeah. I'll get you. Yeah, yeah. If I'm marking 14, if he goes out wing forward, right, someone else pick him up, yeah. I'll pick whoever comes in. You're all I'm in not, it together rather exactly, than. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of, what did you make of Galway then, Les, just to, to mention them? Obviously, Joe wasn't playing. They played 31 players. You mentioned Shane Kingston played very well, but Gerard McInerney played pretty well yeah. as well. So, like, I mean, yeah. how did you think he did a fullback marking a fella like Kingston? Because that, that's obviously the big worry you'd have for someone like Gerard McInerney. Yeah. Is Marking one of these really fast, nippy forwards. Yeah. I thought he did well. He actually got turned one time out on the wing. Now, he gave a free away in the end, but he caught him. Like, he, he got back and caught him. Just missed the ball and caught, caught, um, caught Kingston. Kingston. Yeah. It was a free, but he showed he a lot of the pace. hands as well. Yeah, See he did. Yeah, he, he showed a lot of pace right. to he get back. Hands. So he has pace to, to, pace to burn. Um, Big straight, uh, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I, thought, yeah. I think Aina Murphy's really good. But he had a reputation for not having pace. Yeah, I know, but he, but like he caught Kingston. Kingston, yeah. Kingston, Kingston yeah. born lad. So like, Kingston so put is the it just because you're a big man? People say you're not fast. Yeah, is that an element yeah, of that yeah. too? Or maybe it's you're you're slow over that one or two yards. But uh, once you catch up, exactly. Yeah. Once you get that five or six yards going, then then you show a bit of pace. Then, um, Aina Murphy from Puckouts, not Galway. Scale has been going route one for the last few years. Hasn't really been working. He was finding men out in the wing. Yeah, I'd be finding Park Man in any chance I get because yeah. he's so good with the ball. Like. They spoke about uh, his brother, his brother yesterday, but he gives the ball to him all the time. Yeah, he like, does, he, yeah. like he finds him so much, <laughs> yeah. like, like gives him about five or six balls a game. And if he's getting on the ball, if you're a half forward midfielder and you create space, you know you're going to get it. And so many attacks started from Park Man yesterday. So like I think the goalkeeping and his puckouts is huge for Galway because they worked the ball out so well yesterday. And even for the first goal, they got to start it with Park Mannion to his brother Cole and then up the pitch and, and to Concanon and then the finish. So mm-hmm. like so many attacks start from there so I think they haven't got the, the really good ball winners either in the half hour I'd be trying to find men more and more of Galway and that's what they're obviously working well, on they have to now they've yeah, lost those ball absolutely. winners right mm-hmm. so like I mean that's a, a necessity for them now Conor Cooney came back into a bit of form yesterday mm-hmm. like I mean he w- he was probably struggling David Burke got back on the field yeah, as yeah. well JJ so a lot of pluses now for Galway a lot of pluses yeah, yeah. going in the right time of the year too big game now next weekend against Tip That'll be, that'll, that'll be that'll be close to chance. Well, not cl- it'd be yeah, 80, 85 yeah, percent. Yeah, whereas I'm saying a lot of these league games are seventy percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it is it. knockout. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see now what kind of uh, performance you can't really judge him. Like, is they're kind of coming under the radar all, all along regarding probably 
amount of changes after making but again the management have to look at every player and giving everyone a chance to so next Sunday will tell a lot now against uh, against Tipperary see what kind of um, will Joe be back or not but I'd like to see the Galway team without Joe now yeah. for sake next weekend to see if they he's, not, get he's, not, he's not back for next weekend I was right. reading that he's a calf injury so I could, I could even make this Galway team too you know the kind of way that you have to stand up now and like to Jason Finn getting the chances and uh, yeah. Jason Finn now has been around just good for years now four or five years you know he has to make he has to be consistently starting on, on this Galway team, yeah. so he has to come with, come with time now. Either you have to make it or it's just forget about one or the other. You're not going to be mm-hmm. so it could be a big year for Jason Flynn. The, the thing with Jason Flynn is he's an f- unbelievable talent, yeah. but he blows so hot and yeah. cold. You can't count on Jason Flynn, no. can you? Or maybe he hasn't gotten... Maybe under, under Michal Donoghue, the minute he didn't play well, he was taken yeah. off. And maybe that got into his head as well, because that can affect confidence. Like the minute you see someone warming up, you yeah. think it's you. And that's no way to yeah. be in any game. Maybe he needs security, because he's potential to be brilliant, lads, in, yeah. in, in my untrained uh, opinion. It's exactly like you say, Willie. If he gets on a ball quick in a game and scores a point, you'd say he'd score five today. Yeah. Whereas if you don't see him for the first 10 minutes, you're saying he's, it's, it's going to be the fishing rod. And I'd say that's in his head. If he misses a ball straight away, or he doesn't score a score, he should that he's going to be taken off and he's a huge confidence player Like so if he gets a run of games now with Joe missing and he got a great goal the other day and he, he could have got two mm. uh, it could do him the world of good and as you say like, when you're marking him he has all the attributes yeah. he has pace he can it's, finish he's a good he's hand tall as well, yeah, and he's very tall so like there's no reason why he shouldn't be cleaning up but it's definitely a confidence issue will you? because if he does score early you, you'll definitely he could be man of the match yeah, you know, he's very just, talented if, very if you're marking him you're saying the opposite like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to let him keep get near a ball like, yeah. just keep breaking he looks, it away he looks like a fella that if you sold it into him he might say oh, <laughs> that's, that's not for me today lads <laughs> you put carton on him there yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, what about Adrian too he's an angel we don't <laughs> he never pull no, a stroke never. Uh, what about Adrian too he is he playing up in the forwards lads as well one of these kind of combative kind of players to set the tone like he's cornerback and I suppose Johnny Cohn has to come back into yeah. that as well yeah no he's, he's, he has all that he's very very good in, he's so quick as well like you know and he's very very comfortable on the ball too even as, as a cornerback you see him when he's out attacking the ball he always goes on with the ball he soars he doesn't get rid of it straight away yeah. he doesn't panic on the ball so he, he is able to hurl and be fair to him you know he got, he got a great score there yesterday again now so he does a lot of work there I suppose yeah. and his legs as well uh, legs is a big thing at the moment you see any of the games now you have to be quick and you have to be fast and you have to have a, a big engine now to survive out in, uh, in the in the hurling field at the moment you know that kind of way so yeah. he has that in abundance at the moment you know so yeah. they, 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 I suppose they are still a work in progress options, Galloway yeah, we'll, see, the field, like, yeah. we'll probably see they're, they're closer to the team he's Cheesy, like I said about Cork, he really next week Galway could potentially be their last game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has to play the team that he's probably yeah, looking. Do you know, and we'll get yeah. a good idea of what yeah. he's what he's thinking. Yeah, minus Joe, you're going to have minus Joe the starting yeah. team for Galway more more than likely. You know, and yeah. Like they had Aiden Hart starting on the wing yesterday, and he switched before the start of the game back to midfield. I would have been surprised if he started uh, half forward. Mm-hmm. And Adrian too, he did very well. He sort of like a Bill Cooper esque player, just throwing himself around up there and causing trouble and creating space for their forwards. And right. forwards will love that, you know. But it's a good Galway side. It's a good Galway side, Woolly. So like, um, placing that forward line is going to be hard. It's if you're cutting one lad out for Joe Canning, it's very hard to see who it's going to be, you know. Like because everyone's putting their hand up. And yeah. Played well yesterday, is it, so. is, isn't it great that after this week, 
we can actually look at a hurling match and go, this is what they might yeah. be doing this year. Yeah, <laughs> you know? absolutely. Because, yeah. jeez, I found the last five rounds very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much chopping and changing. Yeah. It's hard to analyse a game too much. You, mm-hmm. you can talk about teams and what they're trying to do, but you can't actually analyse a game because you think, Asher, you'd be only talking nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, they're making so the bonus so- of the win the game the last, couple, the last few yeah. wins, they're just trying certain things and getting certain things out of the game, whereas now, come knockout now, obviously next weekend on, now it's going to be knockout from now on. So... Yeah, there's something to play for and a little personal pride there for each individual player as well as coming into play there as well because you can see well, anytime quarter final stage or semi final stage you see lads in the dressing room perking up a, sm- a small bit more too you know yeah. and even yeah. as players you'd be saying to yourselves lads let's make sure we have games to play next week rather than being you know, training <laughs> yeah, honestly yeah. Like, no, they've been running around for three weeks like if yeah. we're going on for another two or three weeks that's two or three weeks of good training yeah. hooking the ball around and then playing matches rather yeah. than Getting ran around the field for three yeah. weeks solidly. Like, you know, honestly, Ten like, desperate weeks of boredom. Like, cause that's, a terrible, long, like, that's a long, that's a long stint. That should yeah. be a huge incentive for players. Wouldn't yeah. Like, you yeah. know, like, more than anything else for me. Like, I mean, the way you look at it as well, wouldn't it? It wouldn't make more sense with the league to move it on a bit up. Like, for example, the team that knocks out misses out in three weeks. Would it not be better just let the top two teams play in a final and be done, you yeah. know, and save weeks yeah. and then one team's not losing out so much yeah. because they yeah. go out early. Ten weeks is mm-hmm. desperate stuff altogether, lads. Yeah. It? It's nearly like the start of a season, end of a season. Yeah. They're going to start pre-season <laughs> car yeah. car. And the break inside it too, like with the clubs, that's the big thing where the... Yeah. You don't have them, yeah. Imagine they don't have the look over their players and know what they're doing. They have to trust them when they go back to the clubs and will they gain playing club games and all that kind of stuff too, you know. So it's a tricky time for the for, for management. But as I said, once games are, are fixed week in, week out, at least you know you have them there as well. Like, you know, and you know that you could be playing next week. There's a carrot in front of in front of the team every time they play. They could be playing the weekend after again, you know, in the quarterfinal, semifinal and final. Yeah, exactly. Here, come here, just on the Tipperary Water for game, because we don't want to talk too much about it. Like Liam Sheedy said, it's March the 1st. There's loads of hurling and training to be done in the meantime on a lot different surface. So, like, it's yeah, true. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's nothing you can read in. Waterford went down to uh, bloody 13 players and then Tip lost a player. What do you make of Desi Hutchinson, lad? Yeah. Because... He was sensational for um, for Ballygunner. Brilliant. Marking cornerbacks. And we know there is a big step up. How is he handling himself? Like, I mean, he was underwhelming in the first couple of games, then lost his place yeah. and came back this week. What, like, his game is all about movement and running across and over yeah. and back the line. Is it, like, is he... Or is it winter hurling maybe doesn't suit yeah. him that much? Yeah, I, like you seen flashes from yesterday that really impressed me, Woody. Like he's pace, loads of pace. Yeah. He's flying around everywhere in the pitch, and you want that in, a, in abundance, that energy around your forward line. Lacked a bit of composure at times, you know, he's so fast to coming onto the ball, and everything's at 100 miles an hour. If he learns to just control that a small bit, I think he'd be a serious player for Ward. Yeah. Because he has the ability to win the ball, which is the hardest thing in intercounty hurling. He can come out and get a ball. It's just his use then. He just, if he. Get, regains that bit of composure at inter-county because you haven't got the time and space that you normally have at club or colleges. Mm. Yeah. If he get, just gets that and learns how to use it properly, he'd be a serious hurler because he has the energy to get around and win ball. So he's the type of player to get on 10 balls. You need him scoring three scores from it rather than mm. getting on 10 balls and, and not using it properly. Yeah. You know, but if so he learns to do it, yeah. he'd be a huge asset for yeah. Waterford. But so. does he need more support? I think he needs more, more time be, is all, but yeah, to be honest time. with you. Um, sure, he didn't hurt for a few yeah, years yeah. too. You know, you come back into it and you, know, you, you set the world alight now with, with club hurling 
but he's playing on a dominant team in yeah, Watford. Yeah, where you're getting a constant you're getting supply. A, a lot of supply of the ball in there, whereas now he's probably getting it marked a lot more tighter. But you come in, I suppose, when the ground hardens up, he'll get quicker, the ball get quicker, so he'll, it'll play in his advantage a lot now. But a good option now that Watford have, but to have legs in that far lane, Fagan is flying around the place. Mikey Carney is flying. Fagan, isn't he? Hogan is flying. But, uh, but Carney, do your head in, lads. He wastes a terrible amount of ball. Yeah, he's geez, so, he gets on around the ball. He does. Like, he's he he phenomenal now, fearsome, you know. But what I liked about him yesterday, now down to 13. It, Say Kevin Moore was sent off Austin Gleeson you could very easily excuse him to drop the head but they worked very very hard in that game yesterday now, and they should have won it there were three long range frees there as well that drove wide and a few, couple from play that drove wide there as well it, it, and they should, have, they should have won that game yesterday now to be honest looking mm. back on it yeah. I'd say Liam Cahill come, come away from it said right, Conor Punty was very very good full back a lot of lads got he did a great hit on Callan didn't did, he, he? Oh, oh, timed that lovely yeah. brilliant Jamie Barron was brilliant midfield yeah. Gleeson done well when you back centre back there as well Parky Manning done okay and the lads worked very very hard to top the, up the up front now the five they were probably five against six or five against or four against six there for Hoyler as well so they were absolutely they worked very very hard and didn't drop yeah. the head now so I'd say Liam would be happy enough coming away I'd get Manny and Barron to just hover around with Carney when he gets the ball yeah. they'll out. finish it he, he, like he, he gets on so much ball I'm yeah. just saying lads used to the second he gets that ball give him an option and you give it to him mm. <laughs> you give it to one of them because yeah. they'll finish it no he's industrious I don't yeah, want to be so too hard on him no, but no, he, he, he's, he gave a few great balls to Baron yesterday yeah. just coming past him on his shoulder and so yeah. much trouble he's shooting, well. his shooting is poor then I think, I think that's just that little bit of composure again Willie mm. when on the ball the shooting's not great so I just I have not meet him all day long but just have players who can shoot around him running off the shoulder all the time to, to, that, that's the, Fagan looks like a good player Did yeah. he, was he a transfer from Mead somebody said to me I'm not too sure um, but um, I'll have to confirm that but like I mean the, the whole thing is you wonder about Waterford are they going at 90% and Tip going at 70 you know what I mean because yeah, yeah. last year they made the league final we yeah. don't know but mm. there, it on the fa- on the face of it, it does look like they're working hard for each other, yeah. and they well, are. Both need to go at that that pace now. Always, always. That's their, yeah. they have to go at that pace. You know, Bennett was unbelievable yesterday. He mm. was all over the field. Now he's a handful. He took on three or four tip forwards in, or backs in in the yeah. first half, and to split straight through him, they had to, to pull him down near the end. He's going to be a handful. He, gave, he came out the field, did he? he Is he field. better out the field than he in there? He worked very, very hard now as well. Yeah. In fairness to me, he's down in the full back thing, picking up ball, and he's in half forward, picking up the ball. I'd say it was a case of he had to. Because they were down to 13 men, yeah. he had to come out the field. And, but he's a boomer of a shot. Why yeah. waste? Why waste that in a full forward? Slap of a ball. Yeah, he's, a, he's a ball whenever the woolly. Mm. Like if you, if he's you, not great catching uh, ball. No, but just you don't have to be great at catching the ball. He's so good, even just coming in, mm. getting it in front of him. And once he has it in front of him, he's so good at coming onto it. Right. I wouldn't really want him working the socks off way out the pitch because you need him scoring inside. And sometimes when you're working so hard out there. You haven't got the energy or the fitness yeah. levels yeah. to do both. What, what have you said to Bennett? You just follow Mikey Carney. Everyone follow Mikey Carney. <laughs> do ex- play challenge matches in training where you tie a rope around yeah. Bennett <laughs> and <laughs> Carney <laughs> and you <laughs> follow him, right? Yeah, well, Mikey, don't shoot. We could, yeah, be, on, don't shoot, we could yeah. be onto something here. Mikey Carney's going to be cursed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll leave it there. We'll come back with performance of the weekend. Yeah, we, I, we do. Yeah, we have a farm back home, so we have, we have a big farm back home, and we have, we have uh, cattle and sheep, and we have a few donkeys as well. So, um, with a couple of filly donkeys, uh, so I brought them down, and so we did actually sold them to, uh, I think we had four donkeys on the day, and we sold them to a man from Wexford. So we did. So there's, there's the piebald donkeys from there, and there's the, the uh, traditional donkey, and there's the, the Spanish donkey, and then there's the, the Spanish donkey. They call it. Yeah, you see, you see them on the on the beaches, never. And so, um, yeah, you can actually. One time, one time, the the donkey was useless. I could now 
some people have started to get back into them because you can use them for headage and uh, it's used towards your, would say, your bonuses, your glands. A donkey, a donkey and eat and a donkey and eat a pallet. Performance of the weekend. We're going to start with Owen Cody, who scored 1 8 um, against Leash. Um, he got man of the match on local radio. He got his goal from a penalty. He got six frees, two from play. Centre half forward, which mm. was interesting. And um, captain for the day, also interesting. It was just Mullen wing back, who he trumped obviously for captaincy. Yeah. So I don't know what kind of thought went into that. But that's interesting. And he could be the kind of. X factor that now that Adrian Mullen is gone, yeah. that he, he could they could need on Cody now. Yeah, it could, interesting yeah. to see him play centre forward, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he's um, he kind of more like corner forward for Ballyhaler, yeah. but again, he could do the same impact that Adrian Mullen had on, on Kilkenny last year. You know, he's he's big kind of big young chap as well, and he's well able to win his own ball, which is a big that's what Cody, right. Cody loves. You know, he's high ball in, he got a point against Clare as well, and high ball came in, he won it and slapped it over the bar. So, no, he's plenty hurling. I think I like to see him out there now as well, get a bit of confidence going there as well. And he's out around the, the mix of it too. So, young guy as well, and he's fit and he's after winning Everton underage over the last couple yeah. of well, Everton with Ballyhale over the last couple of years. So, his confidence will be through the roof there as well. Like, you know, even it's great little touch for him to captain Guinea as well. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? And then he responded too. You can show some people now kind of shrink under that kind of small bit of pressure there as well. First game out. Start making Kenny, then your captain, but then he goes off and man of the match, you know. So, yeah, bright, bright prospect now with, with, with Ballyhale and hopefully Kenny as well. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, obviously, Adrian Mullen's gone, uh, Michael, and like, would it be madness to put TJ out in the wing? He can play there. It's no, just as no, it wouldn't be madness at all because he's so good at winning the ball. Mm. Like, he'd like to isolate himself out there, just let poke the ball down. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm confident enough to win this, so like, he, he could easily play out there and they'd feed off each other as well. If, Two big men are good under a high ball. They'd be under each other's breaking ball as well. So right. definitely an option. Would he? Like he's played there for years, so it'd be no problem to him. But look, it's great. I think the response to being captain is the big thing. That's a lot of pressure on the young man's shoulders, yeah. like going out captain and in a new position for the team and to stand up like that. It would do his confidence a world of good. And lads will respond to that saying, "Jesus, this fella could be yeah. a future leader for us," you know. So. I think it's a great, great thing for Kenny. Right, okay, that's an interesting one. Mm. Jamie Barron lies, ah, look, they're, 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 you can't play him anywhere else sort of me. He's a midfielder yeah, he's and he's just a sensational, isn't he? Yeah, he just flies around the place. I'd say his stats for covering ground must be Unreal, through the yeah. roof, I'd say. He's a phenomenal player and great touch as well. And He just hits the ball and he goes again, hits the ball goes yeah. again. He just doesn't rest in his lawyers. He, he always wants the ball back again. He just, he, he's not happy to just get the ball and get rid of yeah. it. He wants it back again, you know what I mean? It's a great sign of a player too, but a big leader for Watford yesterday. Yeah, his skill levels are very underrated too because he is always buzzing around and he doesn't often miss when he shoots either. No, he's brilliant going forward. You can see how much he loves it, Willie. And he's always marked a marked man for Waterford. So he's doing this while being marked. But it's because his timing's so good running through the middle and they always give it to him. Like when yeah. he goes by that yeah. half forward line, they will always give it to him. And he's just so effective. Lads just can't catch him, you know. And he head down, he's bullish. You know, he is bullish for them. Yeah. Like a real leader for them. So... Like you can't play him anywhere else because he can get away from players in the middle whereas yeah. he'd be marked it's more difficult up the pitch to come back and then do that run you know so yeah. I think he's so good at coming from deep for Waterford mm. and he's so crucial for them but whoever's playing against them have to 
<laughs> like you have to put one man on just to sacrifice your game. Like, like you a wing back. You have to because but he, he, do, run, he's just too, he does too much damage. He'd run anyone into the ground. But remember the goal he scored in extra time against Kilkenny? Yeah, yeah. Like, how is he still going yeah. at that level? Yeah. Flew down the middle yeah. in the extra time. And sprints back then, you see. That's yeah. He gets the goal and sprints back <laughs> like out the pitch like it's nothing. There's a psychology to that. Exactly. They go for everyone. Yeah, because it was Brian Fenton, I remember, was one of the leash players running after him and he ran followed him the whole way down under the Cusick stand and he cut in and he hand-passed it off and it was a point and the leash fellow went down on his knees he was he wrecked Fenton three-quarter pace back out to the midfield give me the ball again how fit could this lad be <laughs> but then he went and had a breather in the sneaky <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. but there probably is that psychology yeah. of just never letting on that you're yeah. just oh, let, putting it in your lad's head that you're, yeah. that you're yeah. just completely you on another level you could be a bit sorry you could be a bit it's like Shane you can't get in the shoulder he took it very well but you could see him oh yeah we're not going to show this oh lads he was broke up and he did he stood up fair yeah. play to him no, he, he did. did he tried to disguise yeah. it yeah. you can see him taking, yeah. taking can, that big breath like oh. he had one hand on the hip <laughs> <laughs> oh he really got him oh lovely. yeah no brilliantly uh, I did appreciate Callan's efforts yeah. at disguising no, him no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he did disguise it yeah. David McInerney that's four points from play yeah. right now they scored 27 but like I mean we know what David McInerney I, we had him on the show here and I was calling him McAlealy like <laughs> is that your role he says look there's no it's not it wasn't actually really discussed that yeah. he does the holding and to- to release Tony yeah. and like I mean we know he's combative we, he's actually a speed demon as well mm-hmm. he's really fast if he had scoring to his midfield like Claire are a team that we'll talk about um, you talk about experimenting and all that they kind of know a lot of their team mm-hmm. already they've used the league to go right players know where 12 of the team yeah. you know have a yeah. good idea wh- yeah. what Brian is thinking and She's I don't know with a new manager. I'd be more of the like Mick O'Dwyer took us over in 03. He we knew the team pretty much throughout yeah. that league. Yeah. Like he didn't come in saying I'm going to try a whole lot of lads and end up in the middle of yeah. nowhere for yeah. championship. He went, I know twelve or thirteen of my team yeah. and I'm going to see how good they are for yeah. the championship. And the ch- I would say the first round league game was the same as the first round championship okay. game, yeah. bar one or two players. Yeah, yeah. Is that not the smarter way to go? Yeah, it's a big thing for a new manager to come in, so the, you get, especially you get a couple of wins in your belt, mm-hmm. it's using for the players to buy in to what he, the new manager is doing as well. So, Brian, in fairness to him, he made a few changes, but he, he knew, I'd say he was just thinking over the Christmas what he was going to do. And That's he, it. He, well, he's the advantage of being from Clare. Yeah, yeah the huge thing. Like, yeah, and looking at the Clare team over the last three or four or five years, he probably has his own opinions on actually how to play. Yeah. And he's transferring them out onto the team now as well. And he's given Dave McNerney a new lease of life now. Personally, himself, I've been on record here before. I'd rather see him centre back, to be honest with you. But um, he's hurling very, very well there. And he will get forward, but he will defend now as well. Like, you know, so yeah, they're going well. and uh, they're putting their own he's in fairness to Brian he's putting his own stamp on it now and he's not afraid to, to make changes and he has options there as well which is a huge huge thing That's it. so you're looking at uh, Kieran Kingston Yeah. he should have been looking at the last two years going well I know what he's ready mm. I have my team yeah. I'm sticking with this I know what I'm doing Shane O'Neill and Galway then obviously wouldn't have known those players yeah. all that well you can understand why he's yeah. chopping yeah. and changing so like I mean you'd be almost more critical of Kieran Kingston based, off what, based on what Brian Lohan has, does, has been doing. You're watching these lads. You're from that county. Yeah. If I was to take over Leash in the morning, you'd, you'd have 13 lads where you'd be thinking, yeah. that, that would be my yeah. team. So you're mm. picking it in pubs for the last... You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or yeah. talking with your, amongst your friends, well, he's much better there. Or, and you'd give it a league to see maybe... I hope I'm right yeah. you know yeah. maybe three players you'd be saying to yourself well you're like, just three positions up here for yeah, yeah. not changing a whole t- forward line or whole back line yeah. you need that stability come championship 
for Dave McInerney for Clare midfield like Tony Kelly's been going to be the marked man all the time so he's going to have that freedom midfield he's not going to be the one that's closely watched and he might be a bit more now but I know Dublin put a marker on Tony Kelly wherever he went yesterday and he got a point from play but it allowed freedom for David McInerney to get yeah. on the pitch and get on scores so he's going to enjoy that partnership a lot more and if he starts scoring more he might take a bit pressure, more pressure off Tony because they'll have to start watching him as well. So, right. I, I think it's a, I think it's a great partnership. I think it's really good. I don't. Uh, Pal O'Connor is excellent centre back. He's great at reading the game. So, like that will suit Clare. He just gets across that line and pops it around and gives the easy ball all the time. So, I think I think Brian Owen's done a fantastic job so far. Yeah, he seems to. Again, you'd have to put the kind of caveat on that. Are Clare hitting these league games at a higher level yeah. than other teams? Yeah, you know, yeah. you don't know well, because time will tell, like well, time will yeah. tell in the championship. Um, that was interesting. Actually, I meant to say to you. Uh, Mick is that Davy Fitz was saying last week that you know his running game and running off the yeah. ball that the Dublin players were doing an awful lot of checking that almost like football style yeah. do you know like I mean is that something you would have noticed with Dublin that they're getting in lads faces and stopping these runs or is that just Davy just referenced Dublin but he said it happens his team a lot okay. because like their half back line takes off without the ball yeah. and their markers are just trying to block those runs no, I've, seen, I've seen a lot from the Dublin forward line of like the second they go to a man, it's, it's the hand on the chest, and that, it's a very football thing to do. You know that that's what they, every one of them to a man has done it. All the games I've watched, they've come out straight away and they're doing this, no matter who's on the ball or where the ball is. So it might be mentality. Like Maddie Kenny's way of playing is off the ball. So if he's so good at playing it, he'll know what stops it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's well, how cool won the All Ireland too. Off the ball running non-stop. Mm. So if he's looking at a team like Wexford, he knows yeah. how to counter it. Yeah. You know, he's so good at doing it himself, yeah. he'll know what will stop that. So I'd say that's just an element of that. Yeah. He's so good at doing it himself. Yeah. So. David did reference Dublin. He yeah. says they were stopping runs all over yeah. the field. I was aware of your opposition as well. Yeah. Though, in fairness. Yeah. You have to give Matty a bit of credit there as well. Yeah. Like, you know, cause there were times you were saying that Sean Murphy is flying up the field and Paddy Foley are flying up the field. Even mm. the corner backs are going to the field getting scores. and Obviously, they're stopping that of source. You know what I mean? If you can't <laughs> run up the field, they're going to check their runs. Yeah, sure, makes sense, and like. you can't even do the Kevin Moore and Dig now to <laughs> no. stop that. So, like, I mean, it is something, though, lads, that it's a bit of an eyesore in Gaelic football in that when players are trying yeah. to catch up with the play, you'll see the other player turn around, face him, pushing him in the yeah, chest. And he ca- yeah. it, it looks terrible. Yeah. And it's not going to be caught either. Like, you wouldn't you like it mean? to come into hurling because it's going on three years now in Gaelic yeah. football and linesmen still aren't calling it. Yeah. You can't yeah. send it off because it's a push. It's not yeah. like, like yeah. unless someone goes it's to ground, it's not a free. Exactly, exactly. It's not a free. But it's an eyesore, lads. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and if... Hurling's becoming more of that running game and yeah. if you started seeing players doing that because they'd yeah. have a hurling that could potentially yeah. you know, stop yeah. it with the hurl yeah. it would be terrible but uh, Dylan Quirk lads he got five um, from play um, he was all over the field yeah. like he got a whole lot of different types <laughs> yeah. of, of, of uh, points I haven't heard of Dylan Quirk you might laugh at me mm. now should I have heard of him or where, what's his uh, I, I didn't know too much from him no either they, no, no. Uh, the four scores the pick of the bunch Jeez, yeah. it was a great score like out, out in the wing under pressure like he couldn't have been further closer to the sideline and over the bar. And it's the confidence he showed on the ball. We spoke about composure earlier, William. He looks like he's playing playing the game years mm. because he was he was surrounded by three or four lads at different times in the games and managed to get out of that quite easily and take the score at the same time. So right. that that's a, that's what really impressed me. And if you're keeping the likes of Jake Morrison all out of the team, who was the new up and coming lad, and he came on at midfield because obviously it's getting tougher and tougher to get into that full forward line. So like, he definitely came out with a statement there, and I liked his interview after. I like, did too. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was honest and just yeah, like saying as it is. There was no bluffing or anything. You know? yeah. So I, I thought, thought he spoke. Was quite good. I thought he spoke very well, yeah. and he said something along the lines of, "Well, I've been training hard all winter now. I just was waiting for my chance." Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. think yeah. of the poor backing fella, himself, like, yeah. yeah, backing himself, yeah. and training hard, wanting to get in, 
then gets in in a big game at Turles yeah. and scores five. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. more the man can do. You're a great start. You're two points in the first 10 minutes, I'd say, right? Give me the ball yeah. as much as conference. The more we're talking with Jason Finn as well, like, you know what I mean? Forwards love a couple of early scores getting into the game, and you have two points after. 10 minutes in the game you, the rest of the game to play you know what I mean you're, you're on you're bonus hurt there anyway you know what I mean? yeah. you're, you're going to hurt well anyway when you have the two points scored you know but he was looking for the ball and as I said it's different scores it wasn't always the same score he was getting to and he was winning his own ball running at the defenders there as well so yeah it, it's, it's a work in progress for him but he's a great star for him he's another sure. option he's yeah, definitely yeah, another yeah. option we were he looks very physical as well in fairness to him like, big yeah. enough yeah and mm-hmm. he says uh, Waterford had won four on the trot I like that statement on the trot <laughs> um, I think he got it wrong they had won three on <laughs> on the trot or something like that so yeah Dylan Quirk um, is in the mix Stephen Bennett who I've criticised a lot on the show here he's definitely in the mix yeah. as well scored 1-1 one, one and was probably showed up as being a bit of a leader for yeah, yeah, yeah. instead of being this young lad coming up someone else does it he was taking on responsibility yeah. and even took the free late short so he's trying to work a goal himself yeah. you know take on yeah. that responsibility maybe the easiest thing there would be to try to shot that's never going to score yeah, are yeah. you really like no. I mean it usually hits a fella <laughs> two metres yeah. before the yeah. goal yeah. Um, he deserves it anyways but I think I'm going to give oh yeah Cahill Mannion but you're not giving him credit because his brother gives him the ball all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he just, I just think with my brother on the pitch, he, he just have that understanding. We saw yeah, yeah. Get, but he just gives him the ball. He must give him five or six balls to get yeah. him easy, but in space. You do know? you know what though? Like how many times have we complained on the show about half-backs not giving that yeah, little yeah, ball? Yeah, yeah. And just because they're brothers, he's still doing the right thing. You're not criticising here, you're just saying it's funny the way he does it. It's brilliant. Because it does make sense. Give it to a fellow who's a better playmaker, he'll take it on and he'll give a nice drilled little ball yeah. into the forwards. Yeah. It yeah. makes sense though, doesn't oh, it? When you see sense, it being yeah. done like that. Especially the hands that Cotton Manion has. He's brilliant on the ball. Like, you know, yeah. Right or left, never, never misses the ball. And yeah. He scored a pointer yesterday now against the wind from 65 yards. Yeah. I swear he just flicked it and straight over the bar and had plenty of behind the goal as well. Like, you know, he's a great, yeah. great player. Ah, he's a Rolls Royce of a player. Ah, he's brilliant. Isn't he? Brilliant. Just the way he carries himself so on the field. So casual. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, always indeed. his time in the ball as well. Yeah. Like, you know, he never seems to be under pressure. Like. Yeah. And he's just jinxing. He kind of throws out the ball and then jinx. He went for a hook. He'd make an ego of he'd stay so going, yeah. Like, you know, his head's so, always balanced. Whereas with Flynn, I see sometimes his head's looking at the ball on the hurl. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mannion has the ball on the hurl and he's looking, looking still around, looking yeah. at where am I going to pass it, where am I going to pass it. So maybe like Flynn could learn a, a thing or two, just just to have that head up a bit more while you're running with the ball because it just opens the game up more. You don't have to make that decision in that split second as the ball goes up. You know, you have yeah, the decision yeah. made before you even throw the ball up. So yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm going to give uh, performance of the weekend to Dylan Quirk five from yeah. play. Um, pretty sure that was his debut um, in Turles and gave a nice little interview afterwards so hopefully he'll win a few more on the trot um, as he <laughs> as he likes to, as he likes to say so yeah performance of the weekend goes to Dylan Quirk congratulations and that's it we'll be back on Thursday and we'll preview sure the two weekend or the, just the two games next weekend isn't it before yeah. it's supposed to be a free weekend yeah. Jess there's two weekends so we'll, we'll, we'll talk to you on Thursday before those two good luck And when I started running, I suppose I didn't stop. And when I got the chance to go, I said I'd stay going. So it opened up. We were only the small little fish out there, so we are, and uh, we're trying hard to make it through. But it's hard to get the breaks when you're the smaller fish. Because I love this county so much, you know. And it's just I'm delighted that the lads, the lads did it for the people of Walford today because, like, I, I'm, heart, I'm heartbroken. I let it go, cause I won't see you later.